day three, year two, day three. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you uh, and hopefully convince you <laughs> and encourage you by the fact that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't yeah. come to it primarily to look at it and see ourselves and pick apart the things that are wrong with us uh, <laughs> primarily. Yeah. Uh, so day three, Genesis chapter nine mm. through 12. Yeah. And it's Noah still, right? right? So this is like the last part of, of you know, Noah's kind of era in the narrative. And what's crazy is about Genesis nine is that you're going to see even more of this promise, right. this promissory relationship, this yeah. covenant that God is trying to establish with him. Right. And the dope thing about Genesis nine, bro, one of my favorite parts yeah. is the sign, bro. Right. Yeah. So when when God makes this covenant relationship, he gives a sign. Right. In, a, in the same way, like when you get married, right. the sign that you are married in a, you know, in, in, in this part of the world uh, is a ring, yep. right? So every time you look at the ring, it's like, oh, nah, I made these promises. Right, 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 right. Right? So we're, we're here, God says, yo, the sign is going to be this rainbow. Right. And the dope thing about it, he's like, yo, I'm going to look at it and remember that I made these promises to you. Right. And every time it looks as if my promise of never flooding the world again is uh, looking shaky. Right. When it's storming, right? Yep. Every time the promise looks, look mo- looks most in trouble... The sign will come. I'm gonna throw that sign right I'm gonna, back. I'm gonna up. throw that sign to reassure you, bro. Right. And what I what I want to say to the audience, bro, is like, man, our faith gets weak mm. so much, and God has instituted, right, by the words of His uh, words of Scripture, signs to give us, right, to reassure us of what He's really done for us, and that's why I like stuff like baptism and right. the Lord's Supper, you right. know, is so so important. So I just love the, the sign here. Yeah, this signs to remind us that, yeah, God's going to be faithful. I'm going to do it. <laughs> when God speaks a word, God keeps his word. He's yeah. good for it. You can trust him, mm-hmm. right? What I love, too, is that this picks up <clears throat> where it feels like things left off. Mm-hmm. So Genesis 1, yeah, yeah. God creates. God says, yo, be fruitful, multiply, Fill the world and subdue it. Adam and Eve sin. Genesis 5, when Seth comes in, it starts off and it reaffirms that Adam is still in the likeness and image of God, right? So for anybody that would be tempted to think because he made a mistake, God's going to throw him away or discard him, it starts off and it says, no, 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 look, 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 look. The Imago Day may be the image of God, yeah. defaced, but it's not discarded. It's not thrown away. It's just distorted, right? Mm. Instead of being a perfect reflection of what God is right now, there are cracks and flaws in the mirror that was meant to reflect God. Genesis 9-1, God, God comes back through and, and God gives to Noah the same charge that he gives to mm. Adam. Yo, listen, be fruitful multiply, fill the earth. Mm. God's saying, yo, yo, listen, it may have seemed like there's a detour in the plant, but I'm still trying to move forward with my people to fill the earth, mm-hmm. right? Mm. And it just be this reflection everywhere in every crevice of what I'm like. Matthew 28, we yeah. usually call the Great Commission. Yeah. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, Holy Son, right. Holy Spirit. I'll be with you always to the end of the age, right? Um, that's the Great Commission. Right. But... <laughs> 
Carl Ellis, one of my professors at RTS, always says, this was the first Great Commission, mm. right? That's actually the second Great Commission. And right. so I think we need to remember, bro, that even now, after the fall, after the flood, right. it's still in place for us to be fruitful, multiply, and subdue the earth. We should be cultivators of culture and creation to bring God's goodness all over the world. Right. That's still in place, my yeah. dude. Like, don't, don't, nah, lose, I love it. don't lose that, right. right? Genesis 10, we get the the, the uh, what is called the Table of Nations. Right. And actually, 10 actually comes before, or 11 actually comes before 10 chronologically. Chronologically. Yeah. yeah. But again, this is narrative. So the Bible is, you know, theology. It's about God. It's history. Right. Um, it's it's language and, and, and that kind of grammar, all that kind of stuff. But it's also literature. Right? right. They're telling the story in a unique and compelling way to highlight certain things. Yeah. So uh, me and Chandra watched Inception Saturday. Mm. That joke is crazy. Crazy. The movie starts off with this one scene, Leonardo washed Leonardo. up on, on the beach. Yeah. They bring him up in front of this old man. You can tell they have some kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the movie goes back to tell the story of how he got up there. Mm -hmm. That's Genesis 10 and uh, 11 right here. Yeah, and then 10 though, yeah. it, it's a genealogy, right? So right. what you see is um, like all genealogies, bro, they're trying to get to this goal, right? right? And the goal is trying to get to intent is Shem. Because right. through Shem, that line that, that, that God promised in Genesis 3, right. let's continue with Noah, right? It's, right? it's going to go through Shem, and that's where you get like the Semitic peoples right. and the Hebrews and Israel is going to come yeah. out of that. So he's not just throwing names out there, bro. <laughs> right, he's right, not right. just writing names on paper, yep. right? But 11 comes. Yep. Go ahead. And, well, and as we tell this story, once again, this is the beauty of reading it as a chunk. Yeah, yeah. Because 11... Mm -hmm. Right, pairs great with twelve. Right. Yep, yep, yep. So it's like uh, one of the things that I love about coffee is like the flavors of a coffee can be accented if you pair it with the right thing. So, mm -hmm. so, so it's like, yo, if you pair uh, Ethiopian coffee with a blueberry bagel, bro, I don't think you ever told me that's dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like wine. even trying to get me on coffee. Man, right, that's yeah. like wine. But it's it's uh, uh, it's like this though. Bro, take a blueberry bagel yeah. and pair it with an Ethiopian coffee, Ooh. and the flavors pop. Yeah. Take Genesis 11 <laughs> and pair it with Genesis 12, 12. the flavors pop. pop. Yeah. yeah. So Genesis 11, yep. you have um, what's called the Tower of Babel. So yeah. what, what's going to happen is all the peoples of the earth are going to come together. They have this one language, and they're going to come together and try to build what is called in ancient world a ziggurat, right? It's right. basically this temple-like structure that is very high. Yeah. And, and in their minds, they think they can storm the heavens, right? right. And, and, and rule on earth. Uh, um, they, they think they can rule on earth and in the domain of heaven, but not be fruitful and multiply and spread the earth like God wants. So this is it. <laughs> Genesis 9, God's word says, yo, it's going to be a good thing for y'all to you spread feel out. Feel me? Genesis 11, you've got a group of people... Mm distrusting God's word, thinking that mm. God's commands aren't good, but they're burdensome. They're not something to comply with. Yeah. There's something to contrast and avoid. Yeah. And it starts off with all of these good things. Yo, unity is there. Yep. Hard work is there. Yep. All those things that seem like virtues, yeah. but unity and hard work are not virtues mm. or vices. They are vehicles yeah. to get you somewhere. And the most important thing about a vehicle is who's driving. Yeah. And their unity and hard work is driven by 
self-interest yeah. in their own glory. Yes, that's the thing I was gonna get, <laughs> bro. It's so it's so subtle. Remember, right. they're telling the story in a certain way so we can see right. certain things. Shem is the Hebrew word for name, mm. right? So Genesis ten ends off with the uh, pointing you to the line of Shem. Yeah. In Genesis eleven, it says they did that so that they could make a Shem for themselves, a uh, name for themselves. <laughs> that's great, right? So in other words. They try to make this name for themselves by building this tower. So like you said, humans, this is how sinful the world has come to. Right. People are using their creativity, their technology, their ingenuity, their unity, their hard work to go against God collectively <laughs> right. as a society. So they're trying to make a name for themselves when God's name is the only one that should be lifted up. Right. We'll get to Genesis 12 and yeah. talk about the name stuff too. Right. But check this out. God is so dope, bro. Because <laughs> what does he do? He says, you know what? Y'all want to do that? I got something for y'all. I'm going to reverse it. I'm going I'm to I'm spread y'all out. I'm going to confuse y'all language, yeah. one, so y'all can't talk to each other and yeah. try to come, come together. Right, right, And then I'm going to spread you guys out over the earth yeah. as well. Well, first, they're like, yo, dog, let's build this tower yeah. with its top in the skies, yeah. fam. Let's make it really, really big. Yeah. And Genesis 11.5, it shows God's like, fam. <laughs> Let's go down yeah. and look at their little nah, work, right? let's, let's, <laughs> Yo, yo, it's like um, whenever you talk to a black woman and you try to hype up what you do, and if they respond with, oh, yeah, oh, it's nice. I'm glad about your little job. Your little podcast. Or your little podcast. Right? It's uh, you try to build it up, yeah. and they're like, yo, I, I've actually got to come down to inspect and to see your work. They build it up and God shows that he's so far ab above mm -hmm. our ambitions mm -hmm. that he's gotta come down and look at it. And like you said, what people won't do by obedience, God will force them to do by compulsion. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, God's mm -hmm. ambition is going to beat our ambition 100% of the time. That's good, every knee will bow, right? Yeah, Not, yeah, in, not yeah. in submission, right. but yeah, right. Um, that's good. Another thing, bro, the lesson I think, one of the other lessons I think we can take from this, bro, is that they try to make a name for themselves, a shim for themselves, but none of their names are mentioned in mm. this text. Yep. <laughs> That's so it's what. like, you. the lesson to us, is, bro, is like the goal of our lives is not necessarily and ultimately to lift up our own name. Right. That is the sure way to be forgotten. Right. Right. Yeah. And you go to Genesis 12. Mm-hmm. And, and this is why payers so well. Yo, you go to Genesis 12, God is going to call this man named Abram, bro. Yeah. Abram. He's Abram right now. Right. God going to change his name Genesis 17. But Abram right now. He calls him from Ur the Chaldeans. Right. And I, I, I read an academic article about this. But, and I'm going to translate. Yeah. Yo, Ur of the Chaldeans was terrible. It was the most godless... <laughs> <laughs> they had 4,000 gods that they worship. Yeah. So God is going to call this idol worshiper, bro. Yeah. And make him the vehicle through which he's going to bring his blessing to the world. Mm. Five times in Genesis 1 through 11, it, it, the word curse, the Hebrew yeah. uh, root for curse is there. Right. Five times in Genesis 12, 1 through 3, yeah. he's going to use the word bless. Mm. This one idol worshiper, right? And then, too, bro got saved at 75. Right. right. So he was... For 75 years, he worshipped all of these idols, and God is going to use this man to change the world. Genesis, yeah. Genesis 12, if circle Genesis 12, it's one of the most important chapters in your Bible. Right. And this is why Paul is going to say, yo, 
in Romans chapter four, in his argument, he's going like, yo, God justifies the ungodly. Right. Right. While people are in sin, yeah. God is going to send a savior and he changes them. He takes them out of their, he right. comes and incarnates. Yep into their sinful situation mm. and gets them and takes them out and uses them for his for his uh, good and grateful uh, purposes. Yeah. And so, yeah, Genesis 12 is, is so much in it, bro. It's crazy. It just reminds us, like, listen, if you think that your background disqualifies you from being used by God. Or you've done it too long, bro. It's not true. Oh, my God. This is what I'm saying. The father of the... Yeah, of the Christian faith, right? Of the faith. Literally, right? bro. Father Abraham. God ain't call him until he lived a godless, idol-worshipping life for 75 years. I'm telling you, it's not too late for you, right? Yeah, That's what all this is about. And his name is not an end. It's not a cul-de-sac. Mm -hmm. His God said, oh, I'm going to make you a great name, but that great name is actually going to be the through street mm. through which I'm going to make my name great and bless the bless the world. Man, I will bless you, he says to Abram. I will make you into a great nation. I'll make your name great. Uh, notice the contrast again to Babel. Right. Uh, I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. And then he says, all the families of the earth will be blessed through you, right? Yeah. Remember in Babel, right. they didn't want to fill the earth, right. right? but God is going to say, I'm going to use this one man to bless all the families of the earth. And this is um, a kind of a hint towards the Gentiles, right? So like God is going to yeah. work through Israel, but he's like, so he's saying even back then, bro, even back he, like here, my plan was to bless the world. It was not a just, just about one ethnic group. It never was, right? right? I wanted every family and people group of the earth yeah. to, to 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 be mine. Right. You know what I mean? And so um what's crazy is too that um like the New Testament is gonna say, right, when you come to faith, yeah, you become a son of Abraham. Right. Right. Mm. And so what is what is it what is the what is the Bible saying? Is that every time someone becomes a Christian, yeah, God kept his promise that he would make him the father of all nations, which we'll see later, but also he will bless every family of the earth through him. Amen. Yeah. And this first part, right? These are the floor, or this is the subflooring of your Bible. Yep. Yeah. Yo, about a year ago, Chandra and I got our kitchen redone, and we're like, "Yo, we want to change cabinets, move the place of stove, and all that stuff." Yeah. And they're like, "All right, dope. There's some cracks in your floor. We're gonna replace the floors." They took up those floors and they said, ah, actually, your floor is not level. Mm. So if we build stuff on it, mm. right, you are uh, things are going to roll or move from one side. So mm. we've got to take up and replace the subflooring. And they're like, ah, we actually got to replace the joists. Mm. So they took our kitchen down to the crawl space and then they put back the joists and then they put down new subflooring. And now that joint is level and it's smooth, but they're like, no, no, listen, if we're going to build what we want to build on top of this, we got to make sure your floorboards are straight. Yeah. 
Genesis 1 through 12 is that now the story starts to begin of how sinful people can, can be. be brought mm-hmm. back into relationship with a holy, perfect, powerful, and patient God mm. through faith that yep. if you get Genesis 1 through 11 and 12, yep. the rest of the Bible is going to make sense. And yeah, I love that you say that's by faith, bro, because Hebrews will say that yeah. when Abraham left, God called him. Yeah. Hebrews will say, yo, it was by faith because bro did not even know where he was going. Right, 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 right. 75 years old, bro. Right. And God call you. Start over. And you just go. Right. Right. Like he didn't know right. where he was going. Right. This whole life, this whole thing is by faith and a good guy who is going to make good on his promises. Yeah. And the rest of the Bible is the fulfillment of God making good on his promises in Genesis 12, 1 through 3. Yeah. Let's pray. God, as we start a brand new year and we know that you've called us to go some places that we aren't comfortable with, I pray that you would help us to be led by faith. It's in Jesus' name we pray.